Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Hola, everyone. <laughs> hey, guys, we hope, we hope you're safe. We hope you're well. Hey, and I hope you've been keeping warm. Wow, wow, wow. Somebody asked this week, what is July doing in September? <laughs> hey, must have been freezing. Well, how are you guys surviving? Ah, new duvets, eh? <laughs> duvets strong. Karibuni sana, guys. This is uh, Fred Alexander Oyola, the pastor here at Nairobi Chapel in Bakasi. I'm so grateful you chose to listen in again from wherever you are. My prayer for all of us is that the Lord speak to you and may he bless you, even as you tune in um, right here at Nairobi Chapel in Bakasi. We started a new series last week. Hey, sorrow is better than laughter. We started by looking at the issue of suffering and we sincerely hope it was a blessing to each and every one of you. Today, we continue the series. But before we continue, as usual, some quick notices. Number one, Nairobi Chapel Mbakasi, guys, we are on social media. We are on Instagram, we are on Facebook, on Twitter. Just type Nairobi Chapel Mbakasi, you will find us on there. We have information about what is happening in our church in this season. Information about uh, our number. Hey, we have a number, man. Um, if you check our link tree, a profile bio link uh, that has uh, that's on our social media handles, you'll find our ministry materials. But number one, you'll find our number on there. We have a church line. Communicate with us. Thank you for all those who communicated with us in, uh, this past week uh, when we started putting it up. But you also have our podcast conversations on there. We have our sermons. We have um, our giving details. We have our children crafts and their devotions as well. So guys, talk to us, man. We love hearing from you. Like I said in the beginning, we started the series uh, Sorrow is Better Than Laughter. We started this last week and we started with the topic of, the topic of suffering. We looked at the fact that immediately we are born, pain and suffering await us keenly. And if you are those who are born, uh, who are those, uh, th those who are born some time in the back, uh, and when coming out of the womb, you are hung upside down, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We talked about how we all understand the emotions of pain, mental anguish, frustration, exasperation, anger, vexation, irritation, bitterness, resentment. Disappointment, discouragement, disheartenment, dispiritedness, depression, dissatisfaction, discontentment, aggravation, and on and on and on. We talked about how we deal with the emotions in our lives, but then quickly looked at what Jesus said on the topic. We looked at how he reminds us in John 16, 33, John chapter 16, verse 33, to be in peace because he overcame the world and all its troubles. And that the only way we are all to... Um, counter the pain and suffering in our lives is to give them to no one else but him. Remember that show? No one else. No one else but you. <laughs> uh, the ages, the ages. <laughs> Just like I mentioned last week, I know the little, the title, but a little, hey, the, the title sounds depressing. Uh, yeah, this title, Maze, sorrow is better than love. What do you mean? But it wasn't my own doing, so don't don't throw stones, man. I'll remind you about that the whole of this month. Don't throw stones. I kid you not, the Lord placed this in my heart as I read the book of Ecclesiastes back in August, the beginning of August. And if you think I'm kidding, let me read for you the portion of scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, 
I will read from verse 1 to 6. Ecclesiastes 7 from verse 1 to 6. A good name, verse 1, is better than fine perfume. And the day of death better than the day of birth. It is better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting. For death is the destiny of everyone. The living should take this to heart. Verse 3. Frustration or sorrow or trouble is better than laughter because a sad face is good for the heart. The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of pleasure. It is better, verse 5, to, to heed the rebuke of a wise person than to listen to the song of fools. Like the crackling of thorns under the pot, so is the laughter of fools. This too is meaningless. Hey, pretty shocking stuff. Especially coming from the man who had all wisdom and mula. is King Solomon. Remember? The son of David. As for wisdom, God gave him everything, including the wealth of the earth. Let's remember that this is still the very word of God. Ecclesiastes is in the Bible. It is not in the book of Fred or the book of Embakasi. It's in the Bible. And just in case it's a bit too much to take in. But there it is. Eh? <laughs> just listen to what the Apostle Paul said in his letter to the Romans. Romans chapter 5. I'll read for us from verse 1 to 5. Romans chapter 5. From verse 1 to 5. Therefore, since you have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Verse 3, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings or frustrations because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character. And character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Huh? The writer Paul has declared that because of our justification or being made righteous, through faith we now have peace with God and that we should then glory or celebrate in our sufferings. Yeah. This is exactly what the writer of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes has said. But to add salt to our wounds, Paul, the writer of the book of Romans, goes on to say that suffering will produce perseverance, endurance. What? Uh, just for that, let us pray. Let us pray. <laughs> our dear Heavenly Father, speak to us today through the power of the Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our one suffering Savior. Amen. Ah, Karibuni again, guys. I have friends called Derek and Wanja. Yeah, shout out to Derek and Wanja. <laughs> These guys, before Corona, BC, that's the new term, eh? I'd exercise with them very early in the morning. We'd wake up at 5.30 a.m. three times a week and run for about 5 to 10 kilometers with about 15 minutes of extra exercising and finish the whole thing off with a bit of stretching. I'm sharing this story to share something that our friend Derek we call him Deco, would do that in as much as um, it had so much sorrow, it would make us break out in laughter. See, you see that? Sorrow, laughter. <laughs> Deco would sometimes surprisingly, uh, surprisingly push us to do some extra exercises that were not what we were supposed to do that day. One day, once I asked him, dude, uh, why? why? Why do you have to 
push. We, we agreed we are doing one, two, three. Why do we have to go to all the way to number seven? To which he responded, pointing his right index and middle fingers to the temple of his head and said, endurance. <laughs> we all busted out laughing and immediately became, this became a tagline that was then used whenever we met him. So deck wherever you are, endurance. With the hands to the temple of the, of the head. Remember the story I told you last week of the bike and however many times I fell from it and the really painful bruises that I got on it, I still learned endurance. <laughs> the baby that makes a step or two and then falls and gets back up, back up until they walk, endurance. <laughs> the new driver who bangs on the wall of the parking lot until one day they forget that they become the best at parking, if it were not for endurance, most of us would still be at the same job level we were in when we left high school or college or university or no school at all. It is endurance that helps us through the low pay, long days and maybe nights all the way to the good post that we have right now. It is endurance that enables one goes back to go, go back to the gym and keep exercising until they are feeling and looking fit and healthy. Or at least they have a beach board to floss the bikini over the holidays. Ladies, hmm. on the other hand, perseverance, which is just another name for endurance, sometimes doesn't look so glam in the end. Jews, guys, you remember, who escaped the Holocaust, persevered through some of the most harrowing events in the history of mankind. Some of our childhood stories had the most traumatic events that somehow, somehow, we all persevered through. My dad asked me a very powerful question a little while back when I visited with him. He casually just asked, he casually just asked, Fred, why, why is your generation so impatient? Why? Believe it or not, I didn't know how to answer him. But to answer him, hear this. ZDNet, a business technology news website, published an article late last year that simply read, technology is making us more impatient. So maybe that's what I told him. I don't remember exactly how I answered him. But maybe I told him that. Guys, impatience and perseverance or endurance are almost synonymous. Impatience implies the manner in which we persevere or endure. So their meanings are that far apart. If my dad was, were to ask me this question today, I'd probably tell him the same technology, but I think I'd have something better to say. I'd tell him that I've read the Bible. I read it a lot. In the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 3, chapter 3, verse 1 to 5, which tells us the following. I would read this and tell him, there will be terrible, terrible, time, hey, terrible, hey, terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, hey, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Verse 5, having a form of godliness but denying its power. Self-control, which is said there, which is a sign of the how people will be behaving in the last times, these days. Impatience and perseverance. 
are all found in the same area code. Same area code. Same county. They belong to the same county. At the base of perseverance is a heart that is struggling with self-control. Our society, especially in these days, which are obviously the last days, is rightfully termed as a micro-society that wants what it wants right now. And if possible, before yesterday. Mm, it's true. Most of us want the quick shilling, whatever the cost. Quick shilling, whatever the cost. See the play of words there? Mm. We need the good life immediately. We want the beautiful marriage before the wedding day. Stories like the one in the marriage preparation book, Ndoa, that talks of the beautiful couple that Pastor Muraithi and his wife met don't appeal anymore. They talk about how the couple had a very difficult past where the husband was deep in alcoholism for a very long time, but against all odds, made it through. Hmm. Romans chapter 12 verse 12 has directed us to be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Patient in what? Affliction. Patient in trouble. Patient in sorrow. Patient in affliction. Hmm. The suffering of frustrations that we talked about last week that is clearly evident in our world today and that we concluded by saying that can only be helped by the Savior Jesus Christ because he also suffered enough troubles and overcame gives birth to, wait for it, not a Range Rover, not ice cream, to perseverance. When we embrace and not run from the frustrations and sufferings in our, suffering in our lives, in the Lord, he blesses us with perseverance. How, hey, Pastor, how is that even a gift? A gift, wrapped. You know, when you say it loud, it even sound, sounds absurd. Guys, it is a gift. Galatians chapter 5, we know this, we've sung about this. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. It informs us, Galatians 22 and 23, 5, 22 and 23. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Patience, which is also forbearance in some translations, perseverance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and the word again, self-control. We must note that the Bible interchanges these terms a lot. The KJV uses the term patience a lot, where the other versions use perseverance. So they interchange it. One and the same thing. Hmm. My question for us today is, have we become so microwave in our ways? that you don't possess the gift of perseverance. Are you a microwave person? Are you a microwave Christian? Are you a microwave believer? Hey, is that even possible? Are you impatient? Do you even believe that perseverance or patience is a gift for the Spirit of God? Huh? Let me tell you somebody who believed. Jesus. Jesus believed in the gift of perseverance. He did. Hiya. Let me prove it to you. One of my most favorite verses in the scripture, in the Bible, that I committed to memory ages ago is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and verse 2. Ah, let me get my Pentecost. Pentecostal on. Mm, my Pentecost. Yeah, let me get it on. <laughs> I had a favorite picture of mine, quoted word for word, and I was like, mm, please, come on. I can do all, I can do this. I can also do this. 
Here we go. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin huh, that so easily entangles. Let us run with patience or perseverance, the race marked out for us. Mm. Fixing our eyes on who? On Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. King James, says the, King James says the author and the finisher of our faith. Why? Who for the joy set before him endured, that's the word we're looking for, the cross, scorning its shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Verse number three, this is the one. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, lest you grow weary and lose heart. Ama, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Mm. Yeah. The greatest thing Jesus had to go through in his life wasn't that he was born poor, or that the devil tempted him, or that his family at some point rejected him, or that most of his disciple left, disciples left him, or that his friends died. Or that the Jews, the Pharisees, and the whole temple officials wanted him dead. Or that one of his own sold him out for money. Or that most of his disciples denied ever knowing him. These things were painful, guys. They were, hey. These were difficult things to go through. But the greatest thing, I believe, Jesus went through was death for you and I on the cross. And what does the Bible tell us? Eh... Was the attitude he performed it in? He persevered through it. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 and 2. He endured the cross. Scorned its shame. The shame. The atrocities. The beatings. Hey, he endured and persevered. And right now he sits where? At the right hand of God the Father. Think about that. Why do we have to persevere? Because Jesus did. He taught us how to. Did Paul not say, imitate me as I imitate Christ? So we imitate what Christ did. He prayed well. So the disciples went uh, and asked him what? Hey, Jehovah, must he teach us how to pray? Our Father in heaven. We imitate the Lord. If he persevered, we must persevere. Hey, but pastor, hey, you're just saying this because you're a pastor. Hey. Eh? As in, have you ever, ever, ever had to persevere? Hey, hey guys, guys. Maze, I'm in my 30s. And if you are past 12 years old, there is something you have persevered through. If I shared my stories, we'll be here for a few hours. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things plus, in brackets, persevere. Why? Because of Christ who does what? Strengthens me. The doing that this verse is talking about is one aided by the power of the magnificent Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit of God. Imagine the spirit behind the creation of the universe living in you. Persevering. Hey. Imagine. No wonder the killers of Jesus had no chance. The enemy never saw this coming. Why do we have to persevere? I will answer it in another question. Do you believe in Jesus? Okay, let me ask it another way. Do you have faith in the Lord? That he will take care of you. That he loves you with an everlasting love. That he will never leave you nor forsake you. Do you have faith that he has your future sorted out and sorted out well? Whatever happens, 
He has it sorted out. Why do we have to persevere? Hebrews 11 begins by telling us that faith is a substance, substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Perseverance will demand that we believe that even though we don't see the end result of our desire, that we persevere anyway. Even though you do not see it, persevere. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Hmm. I hope you're seeing it. I believe God will provide. I don't know how, because I know I'm in his will, but I will wait on him in hope. As I wait, my strength will be renewed. I shall mount up on wings like eagles. I shall walk and not faint. I shall run and not get weary. Isaiah 40. Translation, my faith will be increased. Hey, you and I can never please God without having faith in our lives. That is the word of God. If his only son persevered, if Abraham persevered, how long? Remember? 25 years. If the prophet Uzziah persevered, how? Through a wife who was a prostitute. If Paul persevered through the thorn in his flesh, then why can't you and I persevere? Why? Like, what's our reason? The measure of our faith is in direct correlation to the measure of perseverance in our lives. So I will ask again, do you have faith in God? Do you trust him? Do you depend entirely on him and for everything? Not for the things you can do. Why do you need to persevere? Why do we need to persevere? Why, you ask, do you need to persevere? Because it is a building ground for our faith. I believe with all of my heart that perseverance is the training ground of our faith. It is the only place that the word of God is tested and seen. Test and see that the Lord is good. The testing and seeing, the testing and seeing, hey, will be perseverance. Some of us need to persevere. We need to persevere. All we have to do is be like the father who, who had a son who was possessed by a demon. Remember that story in the New Testament? He runs to Jesus and is like, hey, Rabbi, I, 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 I took my son to your, to your disciples and they could not uh, get this demon out. Jesus is annoyed. You of little faith. And then he heals the boy. But before he heals the boy of the demon in, the, in him, the man asks Jesus a very, and he, tell, he asks him and tells him a very powerful statement. He says, uh, Imagine Jesus, I believe that you're going to heal this boy. But help my unbelief. Guys, only Jesus can help our unbelief. Only Jesus can help us in faith. With faith. It is only him. The disciples testified of the same when they asked the Lord Jesus Christ to increase their faith. Remember last week. I shared when Jesus talked about uh, offenses will come. He told his disciples, guys, know 
but trouble will come. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world and all its troubles. That one we reminded each other last week. So the disciples looked at him and told him, Hey, imagine Christ, increase our faith, increase. What these guys are teaching us in not so many words is the fact that faith will only come by hearing the good news about Jesus Christ. Hearing the good news of Christ. Hearing the good news of Christ. That is how we will build our faith, guys, in Jesus Christ. He must be the object and strength of our faith. And when he is, and trouble comes, then gives, he will gift our spirit with perseverance and we will become a blessing because our light will shine bright for all the world to see. And what will happen? God will get all the glory. Guys, let us persevere. Let us not quit. Let us not give up. And let us never give in. James chapter 1 verse 2 to 4 gives this amazing note. We know, the, we know this. Consider it. What? Pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever you face trials, troubles, frustrations, sorrows of many kinds. Because you know, you will know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. The testing of your faith produces perseverance. But let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. How are we to persevere? In pure joy. In pure joy. Let us persevere in joy, guys. God's grace, strength, presence will never leave us. That's a promise. So let's persevere in pure joy. Hebrews 10, 36 tells us, we need to persevere so that when we have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. What has he promised? James 1, 2-4. Maturity, completeness, not lacking anything. Remember the book of Genesis tells us Abraham, he lacked nothing. He was blessed in all things. I believe purely one of the things the book is telling us that he received what God promised him. What is that? He was mature, he was complete, and lacked nothing. Matthew 24 verse 13 in closing, the one who endures, who perseveres, who stands firm, to the end will be saved. Translation, you will be blessed. The Lord will make you mature. He will bless you in all things. Persevere in the Lord till the end. Let's pray, guys. Almighty God, in the glorious name of our unsuffering Savior, we thank you today for your word. Thank you for reminding us to persevere through our pain and suffering and that it's a gift from you. Forgive us, Lord, for the many times we have shunned perseverance and taken it as a curse and help us to understand it and understand it well. We thank you today for your care for us. In Jesus' name we've prayed, believing. Amen and amen. Guys, the Lord bless you and keep you. 
And in closing, allow me to share with you the blessing from the book of Colossians chapter, chapter 1 from verse 9 to 14. Ah, may the Lord fill you with all knowledge of his will through the wisdom and understanding of the Spirit gives so that you live a life worthy of the Lord and may you please him in every way. May you bear fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. Verse 11, may you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience. May you give joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified us all to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. And we all say, Amen. Guys, till next week, persevere. Don't give up. God loves us. He is with us. To the very end.